Good morning. The reading today is from Mark chapter 1, starting with the fourth verse. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locust and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Sharon. We trust in how God's love and grace comes to us. Um, one of our beliefs as Lutherans, as Christians, is that God's Holy Spirit always shows up when God's word is proclaimed. And um, we always just have to trust that that happens. And so I join you today in trusting in how that happens. There is a time to tear and a time to sow. This line of poetry fits within a collection of verses from ancient wisdom literature about the seasons of our lives. We know it best. For everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. I dusted off our worship planner and we spoke these verses from Ecclesiastes on March 15th, 2020. That was our first Sunday of online worship in the early days of our stay-at-home orders with COVID-19. Those words, a gateway in our way through a pandemic and all the social, political, and personal upheaval of these last 10 months. I've never thought a lot about tearing and sewing. In the Old Testament, tearing has to do with the ripping of clothes in anger or repentance and sewing then to stitch together to create something. You sense the repeated cycle of the two from tear to sew and back again. Yet this week, no one can move so quickly to sewing we have been traumatized by tearing. 
It is no longer just for clothes as a sign of grief or confession. Tearing has become more violent and unpredictable and extended now to government buildings and our very freedom itself. Even with 2021 fresh on the page, we have seen power and privilege tear and trample. Not quietly, but blatantly. One child interview said so innocently as she watched all that happened on Wednesday, I was afraid they would come to my house. The events of this week have torn at wounds from earlier this summer and from hundreds of years. Lest we only focus on blaming, placing blame on others, as white people, we cannot deny what happens when human power is hoarded as individual privilege rather than a communal gift. So much is torn right now. So the appointed scripture for today is Jesus' baptism in the Gospel of Mark. There are not many words in Mark's story, so each must be examined. This is Jesus' inauguration of sorts. Yet he's far from the buildings or places of power, bare feet, camel hair robes instead of royal cloaks. Jesus is out in the middle of nowhere with a lot of other people awakened to the cry, repent and be baptized to be forgiven, the forgiveness of sin. There was a call to lean back in faith into the waters of the Jordan River to be cleansed, to repent, to take a new direction. And so Mark writes, as Jesus was coming out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the, and the spirit descending like a dove on him. For Mark, this is not a gentle tear, but an intentional rip made by God himself. The word tear, a violent one in the Greek language, tearing the firmament of heaven itself, breaking through the space between this world and the realms of heaven where the barrier of sin kept building. As much as most tears can be stitched together, this rip of heaven cannot be tidied up. The world is forever changed, and so is God. God is here, coming up out of the very water of the Jordan River within the flesh and blood of this man, Jesus Christ, and God's living spirit within him. And yet, even as God punched a hole in the atmosphere of this world, the narrator of Mark tells us only that Jesus saw this happen. The rest of the world oblivious that God was now on the move and ultimately the power of divine love would clash with every other earthly power in order to save the world. And so Jesus' ministry begins on foot, tearing down established ways that separated people from each other, from God, from the abundant life God so generously offers. The world fought Jesus' attempts to reveal what healing and love can do person by person. Because loving another can clip our own wings to control. 
And we will hear again throughout this year the walk from the Jordan River now to the cross, the place where Jesus dies. And when Jesus' last breath is exhaled, the violent tearing word is written again. The curtain of the temple torn in two from the top to the bottom. The veil that separated the holy of holies where God was thought to be kept in the temple from the rest of the world was ripped through. Even in the darkest hour, the divine tears through the barrier and moves out and among. One must wonder today if God wants to rip another hole to express the rage and the grief in all that God is witnessing. Maybe that is why our emotions were all pinging and colliding this week and year. Our hopes and stamina and trust are torn. I think, Mount Olivet, we find ourselves today at the River Jordan and somehow in line to lean back into the water to be cleansed and claimed, for our sin to be drowned and to hear again that God is in the midst. Of course we are only baptized once, but constantly brought back to what that means. God tears through the world for us and for all people never tiring of forgiving and calling us from the very place we are to witness to divine love in our words, in our actions, and always teaching us to love for the sake of another. We begin this year in hope, and that is where we must stay, although we are exhausted already at day 10. Movement and proximity will return to our lives as the vaccine is distributed and as these months move along and we will see each other face to face again. And it seems more evident than ever of our call to realize the treasure of each day and what lies within each of us to witness and act for the sake of mutual love. Pastor Joel shared with me the story of New Jersey Representative Andy Kim, who at 1 a.m. on Thursday morning watched police officers collecting trash and bags on the Capitol floor. He began to join in because he said, I had to do something. It was on the groundwork far below the requirements of his job and the rotundas far above. Representative Kim simply said, when you love something, you want to fix it. This epiphany, we see the brokenness, the cracks and the crevices, the tears and the rips, and we also speak into that brokenness that there will be light that we are both called to notice and make real. And that is where the divine enters with a love that cannot stay away, a love that will illuminate the way ahead, working in every action and word for a world that God so loves. As Leonard Cohen sings, ring the bells that still can ring. 
Forget the perfect offering. There is a crack in everything. That is how the light comes in. May it be so. Amen.